Happy Tuesday. My name's Nick. My name is Alan. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. Picking up where we left the adventure last week, Shrew and his shrubberies had found this legendary sword. They had spent some time tending to the wounds after a particularly gruesome battle, and after about an hour or so, they managed to learn the properties of this sword, and this ball of light again sort of appeared in the room in front of them, split into two, and leading back out the way the party had come in. And before we, we commence with today's session i'm gonna ask shrew to roll me a nature check with, okay. with advantage okay we're kicking off things quickly gonna use a big dice i have here today i call it the big dice not very imaginative but let's hope i roll well today and that's a total of 13 so having spent some time now you know resting and recovering and tending to the bumps and scratches and bruisings that you've you've all taken in in this combat, and now seeing this light again in front of you, you recall that you've seen these before. The lights I've seen before. You've seen these kind of lights before. You know these to be will o' wisps, and these are quite common in the the Me of Dead Men. Oh yes, now that you say it. You, you know you'd you'd come in and you're a bit thrown off by the the tomb itself and. You know, this huge dragon skull at the end, the sword, and then suddenly this being appearing and, and fighting with you as well. But now that you've had time to gather your senses, you recognize these, especially having having fought it in, in the temple. You, you recognize this as a will-o'-wisp, and you know that countless adventurers have perished due to these small balls of light in the mirror of dead men. Yeah, they're no joke. They almost killed Fenna. Do I know anything more about them? That kind of disposition? Like, can they be friendly or are they only aggressive to to threats? You know that they can move through creatures and objects. You know, they can pass through things like walls and doors. They can pass through yourselves as, as adventurers. You know that they give off this light as you've seen. You also know that they can turn invisible. And just the mere fact that you can't see them doesn't necessarily mean that these tiny creatures aren't there but they seem to only attack if they feel threatened or if they feel that their territory is being invaded and would i know what type of creature they are yeah they're undead <laughs> freaky so freaky little little undead lights okay and with that information now back in shrew's mind what is shrew shrubberies doing we're finishing up the short rest we just had, so we're gathering our things and starting to get ready to leave. But as we do, he kind of points out the, the dragon behind us. So, uh, Fabian, is, is this where you you found the sword on top of this skull? Yes, it was it was laying on top of it. The, the moment I grabbed it, that, that strange being seemed to emanate from the skull itself. We should maybe... Because if I remember correctly, Norbus and... And Dazzling, 
said her weapons, plural, and this is just one, so maybe we should check around here and see if we find any other weapons. Maybe there's a dagger hiding around here somewhere, maybe a small weapon or something. I want to check the surroundings, check around the bones, I don't want to be touching too many things, but I want to be looking over them. So you're literally next to this skull as you're talking, and if you recall from last week's episode when I was describing the the room itself, I explained that not only is this huge dragon skull resting on the floor, which is where the sword was, the actual bones of this dragon seem to be embedded in the the wall itself. And now that you've tended to your wounds and you're discussing this with Fabian, you realize that the actual bones themselves of the dragons that are on the wall seem to have markings on them. Can I get closer and try and make out what they say? Yeah, you can. So as you, you're now looking at this, this skeleton of, of the dragon embedded in, in the wall, you can see that there's an inscription written in common. Mm. Do you want to read it? Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the inscription reads as follows. With this royal blade, the ultimate sacrifice was made to vanquish the great evil that rained terror from the sky. But into the wrong hands it must not fall, for to take this blade without noble intent is to incur the wrath of her true master. Entombed within these walls you will perish, for she will be relentless in pursuit and undying to the hands of mortal blood. Her quarry she will haunt until the blade is returned to its frightful place. Atop Asdraka's skull, it lays here as a reminder of its great power, waiting for a time of great need should a dragon return to threaten these lands. Only an offering of virtuous blood and steel, one that has defended the innocent, will satisfy Lady Alongondar that a true hero of the people is worthy of wielding the dragon slayer. Um, Fabian, have you, have you happened to look at the bones here, the, the inscriptions that are written upon them? Do you, do you know how to read common? Yes, yes, I, I, I know how to read common, but uh, I just saw the the blade and we were under attack. No, no, no. And I, I thought we'd we'd grab it and... But, yeah, uh, good good idea, but have, have you read what it says? No. Well, um, uh, what does it say? It says that um, whatever this was uh, will keep on haunting us relentlessly until we return this blade. I mean, I don't think we've dealt with what we... We're trying to kill. I, I think the ghost, or the, whatever it was, belonged to the, the lady in this description. And this is her sword, obviously. That's what we came for. But we need to make an offering of steel and blood. A noble... Are you noble, Fabian? Is your heart in the right place? Well, I'm, I'm not of noble descent, no, that's no, what you mean. No, noble as in... Is your heart in the right place? Do, do you mean good by wielding this sword? Well, we have defended Fandolin. Yes, we have. So you're saying I should put this sword back? No, no. Shh. She might hear us. No. What? What, what are you two going nothing, on about nothing, over there? Nothing, nothing. Fenna, don't worry. What? A little, a little. Fenna sort of walks up and sees that there's inscriptions on the, don't, don't, the bones as well. Don't read that. I'll, I'll explain everything. She reads it, I imagine. Anyway, she totally ignores it. <laughs> well, you guys are sort of like, <laughs> you're standing in between her yeah, and the... We, we need to keep this sword. And actually, there's there's more weapons. There, there might be... She she had a party. 
that were that were buried with her at her request. And maybe we can find those two. I mean, if it helps us kill this dragon, yeah, we need all the help we can get. Yes, I uh, I quite agree. This these last couple of fights are are getting particularly difficult. I don't know how much longer we can go on. I know. Uh, there's two other w- wisps. That, the light thing that almost killed you. There's, there were two more. We, we need to we need to deal with those two. Um, not to mention with a with the spirit of of the deceased hero that is going to track us down if we leave this tomb with her soul. So what you're saying then is the steel and and virtuous blood. So if I put my sword and you want me to put my blood. I suppose you can try and lay it upon the skull of a dragon, cut yourself a bit with your sword and, you know, leave that behind in return for her sword. Well, it's worth a shot if I don't want to risk her coming back. She almost had us. Mm. And, and with that, Fabian sort of runs his hand along the edge of his longsword. Don't, don't, don't do the hand. You're going to need to use it. It's too late. It's already done. And <laughs> this is the the classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the classic. Everybody, trope. everybody just cuts the hand. And, and yeah. Well, imagine <laughs> now trying to use your hand to fight. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. A cut. I, I've never understood that, but um, but yeah, he's done the hand already. Yeah, he's already run it. It's, it's it's too late. And he he puts this um he puts his sword directly on top of the the skull of the dragon, and he's he's sort of looking at you with his hand now, sort of dripping with blood. Um, what, what exactly do I do? Do I put it on the, the sword? Do I put it on the dragon? Put it a bit all over the place. I mean, on the dragon, or a bit on the sword, maybe some on the walls. I don't know. I've never done this before. It's... So he sort of squeezes his, his hand a bit and lets a few drops out onto his sword. A couple of drops up onto the skull. Um, what on earth are you both... F- Fabian, why are you cutting yourself? Shrew, what is going on here? We'll, we'll explain everything. There's no <laughs> she, need to worry. She gets one of her pouches again and... Like the last episode, she starts hyperventilating into. There's no need to worry. Yeah. Now we, we we just don't want to worry you more than than needed. It's just to make sure that we appease the spirit that was guarding the sword. That's all. We take her sword. We give her a sword back. That is all. Okay. Well, I I hope this works. Yes, me too. Maybe maybe I should try talk to her. Lady Tanamir. It is us, the true strawberries. We've come to borrow your sword. There is a great evil among us. A dragon similar to the one you slew centuries ago. But this one's this one's bigger and badder. So, you know, we are tasked with with killing it, and we need all the help we can get. And this sword is mighty fine. I mean, from what I can see it it has the shape of a dragon, it must be it must be good. I mean you used it to kill a dragon yourself, so it must be good to kill dragons. I ask you to lend us your sword and you can spare some more weapons. Bring them to us. That way we don't have to go tomb raiding anymore. Just bring them here and we'll go on. We'll carry on in our adventure and everything will be merry. And when we kill the dragon, we'll come back here and bring your weapons back. Lay them exactly how we found them. On top of the dragon skull. How does that sound, my lady? So all you hear is your your voice echoing round this this chamber you're in, and I mean seeing this this dragon skeleton on on the wall and the skull, and having had a close encounter yourself with this dragon when you were riding with Vincent, the dragon you're up against is significantly smaller. Yeah, yeah, 
but she, she doesn't know that. <laughs> the lady doesn't know that. At this point, you know, you had your hour's rest, I'll say about another 15 minutes or so has passed whilst you've been inspecting the bones and, and you know, deciphering this and determining what to do. Your voice echoes through this chamber, but you, you don't get any reply. Damn it. You too, eh? You're gonna ignore me and my requests too, similar to that lady back in Fandling with a shop and her fancy weapons. I see how it is. Well, I'll be taking your weapon and all of the weapons from your compadres, but I won't bring them back. <laughs> Let's go. And I turn around and walk out of the tomb of that chamber. Fen is like hyperventilating still into one of her pouches. So you guys are going past the the central column? Yeah. Are you going past it in any... Are you, know, are you going past the left side, the right side? Are you splitting I, round it? I want to pass by the side where her sarcophagus was. In what marching order are you going? Well, I've stormed off kind of in a bit of a huff, so I'm going first. But I want to stop just in front of the sarcophagus. Okay, so your party's following you. I want to check it for traps. Okay, roll an investigation. 19. Okay, so you're you're inspecting this, this sarcophagus. You're getting a real good feel for it as you're, you're running your hands down the, the granite stone that it's been carved out of, you know, very carefully, very delicately. This doesn't appear to be trapped. Okay. Damn it. I want to try and slide it open. Damn it. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> okay, you can try and move it. I want to see if there's any weapons in there with her. Yeah, I try to push it open. So you start pushing the, the stone lid. It's quite heavy. You feel it starts sort of grinding, you know, the, the feel and grit of stone and stone as you're sliding it. This putrid smell of, you know, it's a sarcophagus at the end of the day. This musky smell of something that's been locked up for for centuries, decomposed. It's the first thing you notice. And you manage to see, look in and you see that it contains these mouldy bones, an armour that's long rusted. But you do see sort of laying upon her, her chest a short sword. Well, I'll be damned. There is something in there. Fabian, do you... Do you have any particular use of this? I mean, if it's just a sword, I have this dragon sword now. Well, maybe this is dragon sword times two. Maybe you can use two swords and kill a dragon with two swords. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how warriors like you fight. I I don't know. Do you have any use for it? Well, uh, is it magical? I'm just looking at it the same as you are. How am I supposed to know? Ask it. Are you magical? Oh, whoa, whoa. You, you, you two are acting like children today. Let, let me have a look at this. Don't, don't, and, don't. Fenna starts pushing past. Don't, don't touch it, Fenna. You should. A little respect for the dead. Shrew, I, I expect better from you. I'm, 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 not, I'm just looking at the tomb. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not touching it. Well, everything else seems to be rusted other than the sword, so I would say that it's at, at least of a better quality than her, her chain mail or her plate mail, whatever that whatever that was and is left of it. Good observation. But could you two just stop arguing like children? Okay, mummy. So, Vivian, maybe cut your other hand and offer some more blood and and steel. Do you have any other steel on you you can offer for this weapon? I have a dagger. Yeah, 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 that would do. So he takes the the short sword, replaces it with a dagger, 
sort of unbandages the hands that he sort of wraps up with some scraps, squeezes some blood onto the, the blade itself and sort of bows his head in, in respect. Perhaps we should uh, respectfully close this. Yes, yes, of course, again. yes. Thank you for your kind donation to our cause. It will serve us very well indeed. And I close the lid. Okay, so as Fabian would have had to get the, the sword, he would have moved to the top end of the sarcophagus to be able to reach the, the sword itself. At this point now, he's 20 feet from the entranceway that you came into this room, and you hear this sudden grinding of stone. <laughs> and this echoes around the, the whole chamber. And as you look over your shoulders, you see that where you had come in has been blocked by oh, shit. <laughs> has been blocked by some stone that seems to have come down from the ceiling. Oh shit! Mm. Well, that wasn't there before. I think what was written on the wall has become true. We have been entombed. You are not of noble blood, Fabian. You have ill intent. What do you want to do with this sword, Fabian? What are your intentions, really? Are they to kill a dragon? Of course, my intentions are to help you, but. You know, uh, we all have our past. Hmm. Care to share it? Or you should have maybe shared it before. Well, I was a guard on... You know me, I was a guard at, at Leylon. Well, that's no... I, I will have got into my fair share of, you know, bar brawls and scraps and, and what have you. Well, that's... I, I defend the innocent. I'm defending them now. Of course. And I defended my employers. Yes. You're a upstanding citizen. What is What is the problem with this ghost? I don't know, perhaps, once you brought up by priests, maybe your blood is better than mine. Yes, well, <laughs> you should see what some people say about priests. You know, not all priests are, uh, have good intent or are good-willed. Some are in it for power, some are in it for money, for control. There's dark in the hearts of every man and woman in the Sword Coast. No one here that cuts his arm or hand or... Whatever it is, and spills blood upon it, is going to be of true noble blood. This is an impossible task. I myself found perfect. I've killed baby deer's mother. Oh, I would forgotten about that. Oh, I that, haven't. That, that poor deer. Yes, I have nightmares still. And Fenner is, you know, she's still occasionally breathing in and out into to this pouch. She sort of pushes past through, and she makes her way to the the skull herself. Well, if it's worth anything, I'll try my blood. My magic usually is for for healing people. Yes, of I've, course. I've cured more people than... Well, I've healed you both up more times than I could shake a stick at. Yes, how, how come we didn't think of this before? Well, if both your pasts are, are tainted, well, my life has been quite secluded until this adventure, and I've only used my powers for, for what I believe is good anyway. And, and I don't know a kinder heart than yours. I should have thought of this before. Fennis stood at this, um, at this dragon scum. He sort of looks over and says, Would anybody do the honors? I don't, uh, I don't carry blades. Neither do I. Fabian. So Fabian walks up to her. <laughs> the only blade he has at the moment now, having given his dagger and his sword away, is the dragon sword and this short sword. Hold tight, Fennis, unfortunately. This may hurt. Let's hope it's not a gnome slaying sword. <laughs> <laughs> Plus 8d6 versus gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he cuts her hand delicately, just enough. 
again with a hand, man. <laughs> it's, it's typical fantasy. Yeah. Has to be the hand. Fair enough. Gives her little neck just enough to, to draw blood. She pours it on, on the blade itself. You see her sort of close her eyes. She's doing this breathing sort of regularizes. She's no longer hyperventilating to a pouch, almost going into like a trance state. And from behind you, you hear the, the stones <laughs> sliding, grinding, and the pathway is open again. It worked. Well, you, if, if you'd both just told me what, what on earth was going on, perhaps we could come to the solution quicker. Sorry, yes. I don't... I, we, I, I was just worried. I, did, I didn't want to worry you. You've been breathing into your bag an awful lot lately. I didn't want to worry you anymore. That's all. I won't keep anything from you anymore. Clearly, you are the better person here. Well, I... I, I wouldn't say I'm the, the better person. Perhaps just a uh, more innocent soul. Mm. You did help me kill that deer. Well, that deer was for the greater good. Mm, you're it right. saved you're a right. life. And perhaps uh, all uh, of Fandalings. And probably ours as well. Yes. That beast on the loose so close to Fandalin would have... Oh my god, I just remembered. I never took a Dabra the meat she asked for. <laughs> I hope that wretched beast doesn't come back and try and eat her. Well, I hope not. Last time we were there, you offered me as a meat shield. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Good old times. The good old times. Anyway, should we should we check the other tomb? The one of the spire maybe has a lance or something. It Can may you? be a good idea. I, I'm, it seems that we have appeased... The lady's spirit. Do you do you wield lances? Can you fight with a lance? Why, uh, yeah. A squire. Why would it be? Oh, it's the squire. The squire might have a lance. Don't squire use lances to fight? I don't know. Well, the squire helps the warrior don off their armor and, you know, maintains their weapons. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I can't imagine any squire jousting. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you've been reading the wrong books. I don't know. But... Imagine you riding me as a bear, wielding a lance as we go in to to deal the final blow to this dragon. Oh, that would be quite the story to tell. Indeed. Bards all up and down the, the sword coast would, would sing tales of us. Mm, I like that. Let's go and check. I walk to the tomb of the squire. Yeah, you push this open as well, I, I guess. Yeah. You push it open and again, that's that musky smell. You see... Like with the lady, the the bones are mouldy and decomposed, and all that's in there is whatever scraps haven't decomposed from his leather armor. Clearly, this one here was just a the carrier of stuff. He wasn't really one of the heroes, I believe. Fena, I ask you now, because you are clearly the most level-headed in in this party. You've shown it time and again. Shouldn't we explore the other? tunnels that may lead to the other tombs and sarcophagi of, of these heroes that fell here? Or should we leave? Well, I mean, if we seem to have appeased the, the spirit of the good lady, I would hope that uh, no harm befalls us from the rest of our party. But if they if they were heroes too, they may have something of worth. And if it's just those two lights, I think we could... Um... One of those lights nearly killed you, Fenna. Oh, but, but there was also that strange... Well... What we now know is the lady. Yes, but it was the light itself, with one blow, that knocked you out. Don't don't take them lightly. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. You're right. We shouldn't take them lightly. But I have a good feeling now about this this tomb. I feel I feel we have the lady's favor, and uh, I don't know about you, but I feel a, a little more powerful. Mm -hmm. 
Say what? I don't seem to feel any different. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. And congratulations <laughs> on leveling up to level five. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> now as you've solved <laughs> this puzzle and nice. es escaped the room. So yeah, congratulations. Normally this would happen after a long rest, but as Fenner has been alluding to, there's a good sensation now that you seem to have appeased the lady of, of this tomb. So you have all leveled up. You've regained your spell slots. You're back at full HP. Nice. For the listeners, being now level 5, both Fenner and Fabian have got a plus 1 to their proficiency bonus, taking them to plus 3. Fenner has gained 1 additional level 2 spell slot. She's now got 27 HP. It's only an increase of 5, but could be the difference between life and death. Fabian now has 39 hit points. Not bad. And Fabian has gained a new feature. Mm. One that I think Shu will find particularly useful. Is it the ability to ride on bears? Well, proficiency on bear riding? He kind of... He wasn't proficient in it, but he, he's, he's got some experience in bear riding now. But no, Fabian has got the rallying cry. Mm. What is that? Well, the rallying cry means that he now knows how to inspire his allies to fight on past their injuries. Sounds good. So for those of you listening, that means that when Alan chooses to use Fabian's second wind feature, not only will Fabian get the benefits of second wind, but he can also choose up to three creatures within 60 feet of him that are his allies, and each one of them will gain hit points equal to his fighter level, which is level 5 now. And important, the creatures that are, or rather his allies, need to be able to see or hear him. Right, that's pretty good. That might come in handy when we fight these bigger foes, like the dragon. For sure. <laughs> Has Shrew got any saucy perks now that he's a... Not really. Well, he... A level five? He got his proficiency up to three as well. And I've got two level three spell slots. Two level three spell slots. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Are you going to roll for your new HP or are you taking the, the minimum? Yeah, roll this time. It's brilliant. That's an extra seven. Nice. And with those updates, what are Shrew Shrubberies doing? Are you continuing to investigate this room or are you making your way back where you came from or are you going to one or the other of the wings, in inverted commas, of this dragon-shaped mound? As Fennel was saying, we now have renewed vigor. We feel stronger. And Fennel was saying she felt safer. I'm going to listen to her. To her wise words and we will probably investigate the rest of this tomb before we leave this room i want to make sure we thoroughly check it see if there's any other weapons lying around near the skull you know i found two weapons belonging to what i believe is the hero that's that, that killed the dragon but perhaps there's more okay so roll me an investigation then are all three of you yeah we would all three be checking okay so yeah roll with with advantage that's a total of 15 okay so you guys are, are really combing through this room now that you've been quite familiar with having seen the the dragon bones and the the carvings in it the skull the two tombs and you're sort of looking around to see if there's anything else that perhaps you missed and fenna finds a, a small opening as you're as you're looking towards the dragon skull this would be on the left hand side ever so slight and she can feel some 
some air coming through. Almost as if there's a wider opening beyond this tiny little hole that she's found. True, uh, Fabian. I'm not sure if this is a... If I found a, a false door or, or rather a false wall or a secret door. Or, but what do you think? Look, there's a, there's a small opening here and there seems to be some some air coming through. Almost as if it opens up into something wider. Hmm. Interesting. Can you pull it? Pull what? At the... If you grab the hole and you pull it, is it, you know? Hmm. And she very carefully places her fingers around the, this opening. And sure enough, as she puts a bit of pressure, starts to slide across, revealing a very narrow, two-foot-wide tunnel. Hmm. Should we follow this very narrow tunnel? Well, I'm not sure. It seems seems tight, even for, for you and I, Shrew. It's going to be quite a squeeze for Fabian. Well, Fabian, you can wait here. And I grab the, the torch and I start walking through the narrow tunnel. How are you walking through the tunnel? And is Fenna joining you? Well, Fenna can stay with Fabian and I'll go through by myself. Fenna, stay here with Fabian. If you hear any shouts, come and look for me. Okay, be careful, Shrew. I will, don't worry. I have my wild shape. I can always change into an animal and get out quicker. So you're going to start making your way down the tunnel? Yeah, that's right. Slowly. I've got the torch. And I want to look at the floor to see if there's any kind of... Not traps, but you know, like... Pressure-sensitive plates or buttons or... Anything on the floor that might be triggered as I walk on it. Just by looking? Yeah. Well, I'll go... I'll go as I did last time. With my staff in front of me. And prod the walls and the floor in front of me. Okay, so you are shimming across even though you're you're a halfling this is this is quite tight you know with your with your equipment and your weapons you've got your torch in one hand and you're sort of prodding ahead with your stuff because you're in such an enclosed space i'm gonna ask you to roll for perception with disadvantage can't make this up i rolled a natural 20 and a one <laughs> well you get to roll oh yeah i get to roll the a one. one again and a five, plus three, so eight. Eight total, yeah? Yep. You are very carefully and very slowly making your way through this tunnel, which starts off, you know, going in a straight line, and it sort of takes a sharp left. You're sort of shimming your way around, trying to feel with your with your staff. Now it takes a sharp right again, almost snaking. Give me a, a survival check. Oh, ho, ho, survival check. That's a total of ten. As you're twisting and sort of turning through this incredibly narrow corridor, you get a sensation that this is heading in the direction of the left wing as you came down the stairs. If you imagine this dragon mound that you that you had identified from the top, and you came down and you saw that the the path sort of led down the middle and out to each side, which you would have imagined it being the, the dragon's wings per se. You get the sensation that you're moving towards what would have been the left wing of this mound. And suddenly you hear this click. You hear stones falling behind you, getting closer and closer towards you. Give me a dexterity saving throw. The giant, what have I called it before, the big dice. I'm not going to use it anymore, it's useless. Okay, that's better. That's 21 total. You're hearing these rocks falling behind you. You're hearing Fen and Fabian shouting from behind you. True! 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 Sure, you're right. It's collapsing. The tunnel's collapsing. And as you're hearing that, 
you're seeing over your shoulder these rocks falling. You start shimming as quick as you can and suddenly you find yourself bursting out into a 20 by 15 foot room with your torch and just as you basically erupt into this room the last stones falling you manage to avoid yourself being buried in this narrow tunnel. What have I gotten myself into now? Composing yourself after that narrow escape and following on from last week's exploits where a number of traps were were triggered. You're shining your torch around this room and you see that there's a pillar to either side of you, again made of the actual earth and rock itself. To your immediate left you see that there's a, a narrow corridor leading to your best guess back towards the, the center of this mount and directly in front of you, about 15 feet away, you see what appears to be the bones of, of some sort of animal. You also see that there's a what looks to be the remains of a, a saddle rotting along with these bones. Mm. And from deep behind you in the, this tunnel, which, I mean, you would have traveled about 40, 50 feet, so you haven't gone too far away, but you can hear the, the muffled sounds of Fabian and, and Fenner sort of frantically trying to scrape away at the rocks that have fallen. You can hear them calling out to you. I turn around and get close to the, to the rubble that closed down the tunnel, and I shout as loud as I can. I'm all, I'm okay, I'm okay. I've made my way to what I believe is the left wing of this tunnel, of this tomb. Do you hear me? I can't make, I can't make out ex- You can't hear enough of what they're saying, you can just hear shouting, True, true. Well, at least they know I'm alive. Yeah, that's basically as much as they can gather. They can hear your voice, you can hear theirs. Beyond them shouting shrew, it's, it's too muffled for them to to have deciphered exactly what you said. Coming from within your pocket, you hear, True, true, are you alright? Oh yes, my stone of standing. I, I quickly bring it out. Hello, yes, Fabian. I, I, I am quite alright, yes. I, I triggered a little trap, you know how that goes. And I had to run out of the tunnel, it collapsed as you probably have noticed. Yeah, we were trying to dig you out. But, oh, relieved to, to know you well. No, no, I think I'm in the left wing of the tomb. It's not the best situation, but perhaps you and Fenner can find your way around to me. Okay, we'll we'll proceed with caution. Be very careful. Check for traps, Fabian. Well, there is that pit that I... Uh, the second pit that I fell into. <sighs> Hopefully there isn't another. So whilst they're going to be making their way around to the best of their knowledge to find where you are, what is it that Shrew's doing at this point? Okay, so I set my eyes upon that saddle and those bones. And I slowly walk up to them. I wonder whose mighty steed this was. Hmm. Wait a minute. Could this be poor Betsy? No, no, no. He cannot. And I get closer to the bones. Okay, as you're getting closer to, to the bones, you can see then the little niche where, where these bones are. You can see these carvings that depict this hero. The, the fight with the dragon and as you're getting closer to it you see the bones start coming together almost you know animating itself and reassembling itself into a skeletal horse what uh, it's just stood there looking at you betsy is that you hold on and i cast speak with animals and i start talking in horse <laughs> <laughs> You 
the horse sort of looks at you, looking you up and down, sort of swaying its head. I'm saying, Betsy, it's been a long time. Uh, I'm dreadfully so sorry of what happened to you with that dragon. Uh, it wasn't my intention to to offer you to it and cut the teller, but I had no other option. I had to save ourselves and and your friend Buttercup and uh, Vincent. It doesn't doesn't reply to you. It doesn't mm. seem to be understanding you. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's undead. It's a skeleton. But it, it sort of gives you a little nudge with, with its head. Okay, can I stroke its nozzle, bony nozzle? Yeah. It lets me? It lets you. Good girl, Betsy. Good girl. Does it have, like, a saddle? It's got, like, a half-rotten saddle, yeah. yeah. I try put my hand on... I don't know what you call it, but you know that little nubbing that pops out of the saddle at the, at the front. Yeah. I want to try and hold on to that. <laughs> and I want, I want to try and ride it. I want to try and ride Betsy. It allows you to get on it. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. All right. And you have now bonded. What? With an undead riding horse. What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> All right. You have a steed. <laughs> <laughs> I have an undead steed. What yeah. the hell? I'm just sat on top of the riding horse with the most, like, perplexed expression on my face. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what is going on here? Why am I riding a horse? Why am I riding an undead horse? As I sit there on the half-rotten saddle, I want to look at the inscriptions on the wall and kind of see if I find any information about the horse about the hero just so that i know but from here on it's called betsy yeah as as you look at these these markings which are similar to the ones that you saw in, in the ladies tomb, you're pretty convinced that this was the resting place of her steed oh her steed. does it have a name there's no name engraved anywhere so it has the statistics of a riding horse right is it can i can i summon it or does it like you know does it just exist or can I like make it go back into a pile of bones and stuff it in my bag? And at the moment, it's just a a horse. A horse. What is Shrew doing at this point? Shrew right now is dumbfounded. He's just sitting on the horse, waiting for Fenna and Fabian to find their way to me. So Fenna and Fabian are are making their way as best as they can to the direction that you gave them on your stone ascending. Roll me an investigation for Fenna. She's going to be going ahead, prodding the ground in front of her with a staff. It's a total of 12. After a little while, you, you start hearing footsteps coming towards the room you're, you're currently in. And you hear, in slightly hushed voices, you can make out Fenner telling Fabian to be careful that she's detected another one of these traps. And at this time, he is under no circumstances to try and jump over it. <laughs> to shimmy across the, the edge, she's been poking with her staff. And she's found a narrow ledge that goes across. You can hear them now about 20 feet away from the opening okay. to the the left of the room as you you erupted from this tunnel and went straight forward to the the skeletal remains of the, of the horse. This opening is to to the left of that. You can hear them about 20 feet away now. Okay, I wanna I wanna get off my steed, and I imagine this horse, obviously, being bones, has a large rib cage. I want to try and crawl into the rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> Like if it's eaten me. <laughs> okay, give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> and this is why Shrew's blood was 
probably wouldn't have been pure enough. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> 20. 20. Okay, so you start making your way through the ribcage, getting your way in there, and the, the horse starts sort of shaking and shimmering and doesn't seem to be quite content with you inside its its ribcage at the moment. You start standing on its on its hind legs. You're holding onto the, the ribcage, or rather the ribs of of the skeletal horse, just as Fabian and Fenner burst into the room. True! True! Oh my god, true! Stay back! Stay back! It will eat you too! Fe- you see Fabian don't, don't. running with his with his sword Put directly at... Put it down! It will eat you too! Roll with persuasion with disadvantage. Shit! <laughs> Why do I do this thing? Twelve. Fabian's running up and he's slashing at this horse. As I see him coming, I want to jump out of, of the ribcage. As I say, stop, stop. Roll for initiative. We'll do a roll-off, Fabian and, and Shrew. See if you get out before he slashes at this horse. Don't fail me now. Eight. Eight. So Fabian goes first oh, with a 15. Shit. I just found my horse. Don't kill it. Damn you. Fabian, can't take a joke. It hits. Ten damage as his sword slices through the bones of the... Right at the neck where the... The head sort of meets the the shoulders, that part of the neck there. The sword cleanly swiping through, and this pile of bones collapses around you as you fall to the floor. No! Fabian! What are you doing? It I've, was Betsy! I've, I've saved you! Fabian! It was a fucking joke! Who on Fabian! The skeleton horse had eaten you! He was my steed! He was Betsy! I just found him. I was riding him, and I heard you come in. And I just wanted to give a. I, did, I just wanted to, to lighten the mood a bit. And, and it was a joke. It was a joke. And you've killed my steed. I just found her. You, you see Fenner walk up to the nearest of these two pillars, and you see her lightly tapping her, her forehead on it. <laughs> Fenner looks like she's, she, she's probably had enough of of this. Childish oh. behavior, or, or what she perceives to be childish. Would, would you guys just please be? Sa- Why would you hide in a skeletal horse? What, what do you mean it's your steed? It was eating you. You shouted it. I didn't shout. It was eating me. I just shouted. You were inside. Stay back. I, I clearly said stay back. You, you said Why stay you back. It was going to eat us as well. If you if you come to me, it would eat you. I was trying to not make you do what you've just done. Why do you have to run and slash on everything? I'm protecting you. It's what I do. You are inside this beast's oh. belly. I, I, you, I, you I, shouted. I've, I've turned around and I'm ignoring Fabian. I'm picking up the bones and kind of weeping. <laughs> Betsy, do you do you even hear me anymore? Betsy, Betsy, get come on, get up back together. I start like squishing <laughs> the bones. Like Betsy, we were gonna have some good times, Betsy. We were going to go down in history. I was going to be the skeletal rider of Fandling. <laughs> Betsy, please, do you hear me? Wake up. It's not There's your time. Nothing happens to the bones. And as, as you're doing this, and looking over your shoulder at, at Fabian, Fabian is looking completely bewildered at, at all this. And Fen is just, again, she's she's leaning against that pillar, lightly tapping her forehead on the, on the column, breathing into her pouch again. She looks like she's having a full-blown <laughs> anxiety attack at this point. 
What? what? Ah, you two are going to be the end of me. Can we just look for these here? I, I imagine perhaps this was the horse of the heroes and, and now it, it's other heroes going to come alive and, and assist us as well. And what? what I, I've got no idea what's going on here. Sure. Fabian. And she turns around as he starts walking back the way he came. By the way, there's a trap halfway down. Fabian, you know exactly where it is. I'm... I'll meet you in the middle. And she starts walking off. Look what he did, Fabian. Now you pissed Fen off as well. You've killed me, my steed. Me? You, you, you are the one... You shouted not to come close. It was going to eat us. I rescued you. You did the opposite. A little gratitude would, I did, would come did, in well. You did the opposite of what I asked you. Anyway, let's not bicker. Let's not bicker. We've got to resurrect this horse. You didn't see me on it, Fabian. Well, I saw you in it. Well, it's not the same. It's not the same. I had plans for us. You could see us galloping on the wide plains of the Sword Coast. We were going to achieve great things, too. Well, I can still ride you as, as a bear. It's not the time, Fabian. It's not the time. I start picking up the bones and stuff them in my bag. I mean, this is a horse. You're a halfling <laughs> with a backpack. <laughs> the, the bones I'm going to fit in your backpack. Let me carry these, Fabian. I need to figure this out. I'm not leaving Betsy what? go a, a second time. I already watched her being taken by that filthy dragon. This, you do realize this is not this Betsy. It is Betsy. You want... It's a full-blown horse. It's, it's going to it, take us... It, it was a full horse until you came and sliced its head off. Help me pick up the bones and let's put them in the bag. In what bag? In mine it's and a yours. Horse. Mine and yours. Just pick up it, and put. It, the head won't even fit in I'll your, carry your the bag. Head. I'll carry the head. No the head is as big as you are. I'll put it on my head. We, we can do this. This this isn't. I'm I'm not. I'm not carrying this this horse. It's as big as you are when you're in bear form. How on earth are we gonna carry this these bones? And, and what do you what do you want to do with these bones anyway? I don't know. Maybe it's not dead and it. It was like this when I found it, and it, and it kind of assembled itself. I'm thinking maybe it needs some time to do the same again. Let's see. If Fenna were here, maybe she could heal it, I don't know. Well, this is awkward. Um, let's just... Let's, let's, let's just investigate this room a bit. Let's see if we find any weapons, and let's look for Fenna. Okay, so roll investigation. That's a two total. Still upset by the ordeal of what's just transpired. You're searching and fumbling through this this room, quite upset. You don't find anything on those. Of course there's nothing. You killed the prize. This was it. My steed. And I march off into the corridor. That Fenna went down. Once I leave the room, and I think Fabian can no longer see me, I slow down, and with my staff, I want to check out for that trap that Fenna mentioned. Roll for perception with advantage, because you know what you're looking for. That's a total of 22. Walking down the tunnel, tapping the, the floor ahead of you with the staff, you notice that familiar change in tone and sound as you hear the the hollowness and the almost wooden knock of wooden wood from your staff on this thin layer of, of rotting wood underneath the, the earth that you've come across twice already in, in this dungeon. And as Fenna and Fabian had done, you shimmy around the edge. You, you can feel exactly where it is. You continue to make your way to that center pillar where you had gone through on your way down to the the chamber with the lady's sarcophagus and, and her sword. You're hearing Fabian coming up behind you as you reach the curvature of 
this path. So where you're standing at the moment, or rather where Fenner's standing, and you can see Fenner to your immediate right would lead you back out of the tomb. And if you continue following that curve, it would take you to where the other wing of this dragon mound would be. You see Fenner there, and Fenner's sort of leaning against the wall, looking quite quite tired, quite uh, irate. Fabian's coming up behind you, and coming from the path almost directly opposite you, so where this second wing of this dragon mound would be, you hear Muffle's shout, which you recognize the thick dwarvish accent of Dazzling Anorbus <laughs> shouting out and that's where we're going to end tonight's episode <laughs> the, the last thing we need Anorbus and Dazzling what are they doing here get the hell out maybe something has happened mm. damn you so yeah this has been quite a, an unusual episode quite a large chunk of it <laughs> within a 15 by 30 foot room so yeah, we've been entombed most of the, all of the episode, pretty much. There's been highs, there's been lows, <laughs> Yeah, there's been stupid decisions made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Narrow escape as well, you Yeah, managed to escape that tunnel that, that collapsed on you. Yeah. That could have been quite, uh, quite dangerous. <laughs> well, it was dangerous, but it could have gone worse. Good time to, to roll high, to be fair. I hope you've enjoyed tonight's episode it's been another rp heavy one tend to enjoy these from behind my side of the screen and i think this episode for me at least highlights what i really love about ttrpgs i mean it doesn't matter how much you plan how much you prepare how many different pathways and you know flow charts you do if you know player does x or y or z or and you you come up with all these elaborate story paths and then you get thrown <laughs> A, a curveball like a uh, true climbing into the the belly of a skeletal steed. Not my best moment. I apologize and don't at the same time for leaving in that cliffhanger. What on earth are Dazzling Norbus doing in the tomb? If you want to know, you're going to have to tune in next week. And whilst you wait for next week, don't forget to visit us on ITTD.com. We've got links to all the good stuff and our social media streams and all that jazz. We've also got our buy me a coffee page and we want to we want to give out a shout out a nice thank you to our lovely coffee donators who have bought us some potions which will be appearing at some point in game when true probably rolls higher in investigation and he's not upset and searching in anger that's never gonna happen <laughs> rolling higher that's never gonna happen um so we'll give them a shout out when i actually find the potions the names yeah all right yeah so you'll have to it's wait coming. a little. It's coming. Someday. But if you fancy having your name shouted out, consider donating one of those potions in Buy Me A Coffee. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us continue what we're doing. So thank you very much. And that brings us on to my favorite part of this post-episode rambles, the end of the episode club, the last one standing. Mm -hmm. You know what to do by now. This is now episode 23. As I keep saying, if you don't know what this is, go back. Go back and see what you're missing out on. You're missing out on all the fun. So today's password for you to use in your tweets or your comments is horsing around. Damn you. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> horsing around. So yeah, insert it in one of the comments. Discord, YouTube, Twitter. 
we mostly hang around Twitter and Discord. And we keep on saying it, but we're gonna make, we're gonna record a video of us going over the, the funniest ones. At this point, it's gonna be 80% Bardock germs. <laughs> yeah, Bardock's the undisputed champion. Yeah, the last one standing undisputed champion. He doesn't miss one. He f always finds a way to work it in in a comment. Very, very witty. Yeah. We love seeing it. And talking about shout-outs, I know this episode will air in a few weeks from now when we're recording, but as we're recording this, it's been a week of, of some amazing milestones, which we want to thank all you guys for. We reached 400 Twitter followers, which we're really grateful for. It's amazing to, to engage with so many other TTRPG content creators and people who enjoy listening to, to what we do. We also launched our 20th episode of the podcast on this adventure, which we had initially thought would only be a handful of episodes, and now we're into the third episode of this dungeon. Yeah. And we also broke a thousand listens between you know podcast players like Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts and all that, and YouTube combined. So thank you so much. It's, it's amazing to know that our episodes have been listened to a thousand times. It's uh, really really humbled thank you so much for, for sure yeah thank you a lot we can also see those countries that are listening to us so usa big one venezuela te vemos te, te vemos ahí te escuchando vemos ahí, eh? we also have bienvenidos bienvenidos <laughs> a, a, a la matmorra <laughs> we also have isle of man surprisingly just yeah just, it sort of appeared out of out of nowhere we had no listens from isle of man and now we have load so big shout out to you guys over there yeah also those of our listeners who are local as well we've seen that there's quite a few of them which we're really grateful for as well and there's someone in israel doesn't miss one yeah it's it's really humbling to see people from from all over the, the world really i mean you mentioned was it venezuela venezuela debemos también en argentina y en españa boludo has visto uno boludo I think there's only one. Like. Oh yeah, only one. But <laughs> uh, we've listened in Germany, Singapore, yeah. India, Australia, uh, all over the place. It's it, it's it's amazing to know, you know, that we can connect with people across the globe, yeah. doing something that we love. We hope to see more countries soon. But for now, it's it's mind blowing. So thank you all again, and hope to catch you next time as we delve into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon.